It's Griffin Cap and today we're gonna talk about the Jamestown Colony. Hope you guys enjoy. The main reason we chose Jamestown was because we wanted to show the importance it had on the present day USA. Jamestown, which was established the 14th of May, 1607, was an important American colony, with a unique and interesting history. It was the first permanent English settlement in North America. The Spanish had dominated the New World since Columbus and Jamestown gave the England its first foothold on this new and promising land. Jamestown was a private venture. It was financed and organized by the Virginia Company of London. King James granted a charter to a group of investors giving them the right to settle anywhere on the East Coast, from modern-day North Carolina to New York State. This is why the settlement is named for King James. The company's goal was profit. These investors wanted to make money and their plan was to find gold and silver in the New World and use it for trade with the Orient along a river route they hoped existed. Their plans would not work out the way they thought they would. In late December 1606, three ships, the Susan Constant, the Godspeed, and the Discovery, departed England under the command of Christopher Newport with about 105 colonists aboard. They arrived in Chesapeake Bay on the 26th of April, 1607. They searched for a settlement site and decided on a peninsula in the James River. The ships began unloading on the 14th of May, 1607. The site's marshy setting, the humidity and the lack of fresh water close by later turned out to be unhealthy. Native American tribes in the area were part of the Powhatan Empire with Chief Powhatan as the head. The colonists had mixed relationships with the tribes. Sometimes the colonists and Native Americans traded tools and more for the Native Americans' food supplies, and at times Powhatan's tribes were generous and helpful. Other times things would turn violent and colonists who left the fort alone were sometimes killed. The first major problem the colonists had was in August 1607 when colonists had not prepared well enough. They had not dug a fresh water well or stored enough food. The combination of bad water, diseases from mosquitoes, and limited food supplies caused illness. It was also an extremely cold winter. The Great Frost and by January 1608 only 38 men remained alive. In January 1608 Captain Newport brought 120 new colonists and supplies. It raised spirits at the colony. Unfortunately, one of the new colonists accidentally started a fire that wiped out most of the fort leaving only three buildings to house the colonists during the cold months remaining. But in 1608 the settlement was at peace with Powhatan's tribes who sent men to teach them to raise corn and trap fish. The settlers survived. The colonists were still focused on finding precious gold and silver but John Smith knew this was a mistake. When John Smith started running the colony he made that rule that if you didn't work, you didn't eat. Accidentally John Smith's gunpowder caught on fire. Smith was badly injured and was forced to leave with the departing ship for England. After Smith left Chief Powhatan decided to starve out the English. Tribes attacked anyone who came out of the fort area to trade or to hunt. Food stocks ran out and colonists began eating their livestock. Cows and goats, whose milk they desperately needed, and even horses, cats, dogs, rats, mice and snakes. They were starving. As the starvation increased and colonists died some even resorted to eating shoe leather and then resorted to cannibalism. The winter of 1609-1610 is known as the starving time. Of the 500 colonists living at some point in Jamestown less than one stroke five survived. 60 were still in Jamestown and 37 had escaped by ship. May of 1610 two ships, 
led by Sir Thomas Gates unexpectedly arrived after having been shipwrecked. The new colonists had a small food supply so they decided to abandon the colony. They boarded the ships and set sail. Another surprise. They crossed paths with an incoming fleet of three ships with 150 new colonists on their way to Jamestown. Gates' ships turned around and the colonists all went to Jamestown with a renewed hope. The new leadership, with colonists and new supplies and weapons, demand the Native Americans return stolen tools and weapons. When Powhatan's tribes refused difficulty between the tribes and the colonists continue until the colonists were able to kidnap Chief Powhatan's daughter, Pocahontas from a neighboring tribe where she was visiting. Eventually peace is established and Pocahontas marries John Rolfe, a pioneering planter of tobacco. Soon things would be very different in Jamestown. Rolfe's experiments with tobacco quickly transformed the settlement. After Rolfe sent his first barrels of tobacco to England in 1614 other colonists observed his lucrative results and copied him. In the meantime the Virginia had a good and aggressive policy for bringing women to the colony, and it worked. Tobacco and women were key to the turnaround of the colony. No longer was gold or silver hunted. By the end of the decade, Jamestown colony had virtually become a one-crop economy, and a successful one. Tobacco became Virginia's gold. America's first English colony suffered many difficulties, including difficulties with nearby Native American tribes, lack of supplies and preparedness, fire and challenging where learned to help themselves. He also worked to try to maintain a good relationship with the Indian tribes that surrounded the colony. John Rolfe married Pocahontas, Chief Powhatan's daughter, and introduced tobacco to the colony as a cash crop. These were key to the colony's survival. Discovering the value of tobacco and the colony's ability to grow it were key to the colony's financial success and growth. The Virginia Company's policies for bringing in women was also a key part of the success and growth of the colony. All of these factors were necessary to Jamestown Colony becoming the thriving colony we learn about today.